imagine a life where you didn't care what other people thought, where you walked in strength and confidence instead of fear and insecurity, a life where you have joy regardless of circumstances and just this newfound freedom. Gang, it is possible. And how do I know that? Because I am getting to experience just a small smidge of that in my life today. And that is why I am hoping you have been encouraged on this journey of six weeks to self. Do you have a not so perfect life? I mean, we may look like we have it all together, but the truth is we all have stuff. Unbroken provides a brave space where we women can take off the mask, share our secret struggles, and our secrets to success. Unbroken, doing life better together. For those of you who are just tuning in, hi, I'm Janae. I love Jesus. I am a wife and mom of four. We're a blended family. I also do lots of different things for work. But my heart is to really help women be their best, women and girls, I should say. And that is why I love what we've been talking about on this Six Weeks to Self. If you're just joining us or if you've forgotten, you've slept since last week, let me just give us a little recap. We talked about, as we're on this road to figuring out who we are, some ways that we can have clues to who we were created to be. What are those quirks? What are those things that are super easy for us, but may seem hard or weird to others? For example, one of mine is being in front of giant groups of people. That is so easy for me, but I know that it is one of the largest fears among humans is public speaking. Doesn't bother me at all. We also talked about what are those things that make you happy? And I'm not talking circumstances. No, I'm talking deep down joy. Those things that fuel your heart. And I challenged us to look for a way to create joy when you're not in a joyous circumstance. Um, We also talked about mistakes. We all make them. But when we are hiding our mistakes, when we are ashamed of our mistakes, um, there's no way we're going to be able to walk in who who we were created to be. And why is that? Because when we are covering, then all of our personality cannot be uncovered. Because when we're covering, that causes all kinds of crazy behaviors. And so if you have got some mistakes or secrets, I would encourage you to bring them to light with someone who is going to love you enough to love you through bringing it to light, but they're also going to love you enough to not let you stay there. Identify what they're costing you. So often we stay stuck in secrets and mistakes because we haven't really thought about the pain or the consequences of staying in that. Um, For example, when I was in the middle of um, addictive behaviors, so drinking while taking prescription medication, I missed lots of time, quality time with friends. And so I isolated myself. That was a cost of hiding some of those behaviors. 
And so bring them to light, identify what they're costing you, and then develop a plan for overcoming them. And I have had some of you ask me, hey, Jenna, do you have any recommendations for things um, if you're trying to overcome hurts, habits, hangups? Absolutely. One is a 12-step recovery program called Regen or Regeneration, and it is available online or at many churches. I highly recommend that. There's also a shorter program called Freedom that you can find. So if you Google freedom at a church, um, I'm guaranteeing there will be some that pop up next to you, but come up with a plan. You don't have to stay stuck. And then last week, we talked about some of those things that maybe you got in trouble for as a kid, or perhaps you got in trouble for as an adult. Uh, I'm a little firecracker. And I don't really fit well into corporate America as an employee because I like to do my own thing. And that's not really a bad thing. It just means that I am better cut out for entrepreneurship. So as we have been on this journey to six weeks to self, we only have two weeks left. And today I'm going to give you four questions, four questions that if you really dig deep and answer them, they're going to give you some pretty cool insight into who you are. And then next week, I'm going to talk about one of the most crucial things outside of Jesus Christ that can help you find yourself. So you're not going to want to miss it as we wrap this up next week. But question number one, if no one was looking, what are some things that you do that are positive? All right. So for example, when no one is looking and I am cooking in my kitchen, I actually dance around and I do some crazy little moves that when my son or my husband have seen me doing them, they always laugh. But I'm not going to post those things online because I'm afraid of what people would think. But what are some of those things that you do when no one's looking? I'll give you an example. I went to the single mom's house and I go to this gal's house and her house, she has everything labeled. There is a place for everything. It was so amazing. And I said, hey, you know what? This is awesome. Could you do this for other people? She got embarrassed. She said, oh, I, I organize because I'm OCD and I, I, I'm, I, I would never want anyone to know that I did this. Well, after a lot of coaching, I actually talked her into starting her own organization business. And I was the first client. And she is now, years later, going gangbusters. But at first, she didn't want anyone to know. She was embarrassed by this great talent that she had. And how is that not like you? You've got some things that you probably don't even realize are your giftings. Like I have been around some friends and they are crazy crafters. Like they can create things out of popsicle sticks that I never even dreamt of, but they don't want anyone else to know that they do it. Why is that? So I want you to think about what is something positive that you do when no one else is looking? That could be an indicator 
to who you were created to be. Now, my second question. All right, these questions might get a little bit harder as we go. Second question. If time and money were no obstacle, what would you do? All right, so think for a moment. If time and money were no obstacle, what would you do? Years ago, I was teaching lots of the Franklin Covey courses. So um, that is based on a lot of Stephen Covey's writings. So the seven habits of highly effective people, what matters most, all those kinds of things. And we would always ask at the beginning of the life management class, we would ask the question, if time and money were no obstacle, what would you do? And we would have people write it down on a sticky note. And then at the end of the class, as I was playing a song in this very emotional um, video, I would read them out loud. So I would say, I would travel. I would spend more time with family. Tears were just pouring down people's faces. And without an exception, when I asked people why they were emotional, they would say, because it makes me sad. Because I can't do those things. And gang, I just have to say that if we let time and money get in the way, we're never going to do some of those things that are on our heart, some of those dreams that we have in our heads. And one of my dreams, I'll share it with you, okay? But don't tell anyone. I'm just kidding. I mean, clearly, if I'm saying it on a podcast, you can tell people. But one of my dreams is to go 50 states in 30 days. I know it's a crazy dream, right? And you're probably like, can it really be done? It can, I think. On paper, we've mapped it out and it can be done. But this is a dream that I have had for years. And when I say for years, I'm talking like since probably 2007, 2008. And I haven't done it yet. But I believe that I will accomplish it at some point, God willing. Because here's what I know, is that time and money, those are obstacles, but they don't have to be permanent barriers. And you know what? Maybe I won't go 50 states in 30 days, but I bet I could go three states in a week. And oftentimes, I know for myself, I'm afraid to take a small step because I think it doesn't matter. When in actuality, small steps consistently equal big change sustainably. Yep, studies show that for those people, like think about a New Year's resolution, people that start, you know, January 1st, they're going to change their diet, they're going to change their exercise routine, they're going to just do all these drastic changes. Studies show that it doesn't even last 30 days. But those people that start taking small steps, Studies show that they not only continue with those small steps, but in fact, they are more successful about reaching their goals and making changes. So what are some of those things that if time and money weren't obstacles, what are some of those things that you would do? And I would encourage us to lean into those things. Oftentimes in my past, I'd be like, there's no way that's ever going to happen. I'm just going to put it aside. No, you pick that back up. You take a small step to make it happen. 
I think I'm going to need to get my map back out for 50 states, 30 days. Who wants to go with me? All right. The third question. So we talked about if no one was looking, what are some of those things that you'd like to do or that you do do, positive things? We then talked about if time and resources were not obstacles, what would you do? The third thing I want to ask you, I told you these questions are getting harder. Are you happy with who you are? And I'm not talking external happy like, woo! But I'm talking more of like an internal joy, strength, confidence. Because here's what I know for me. When I have doubts on the inside, I project them out. I call those in my book, Diary of an Unbroken Heart, I refer to them as inside doubts. And it's when we doubt something about ourselves and we project it to the outside. Let me give you an example. Weeks ago, I had a little bit of a cough and a sore throat, and I was so self-conscious about it, like almost didn't even do my podcast because I had these doubts um, about my voice. I listened to that podcast again, and I don't think any of y'all could tell. It was all in my head. I had made it this huge thing. It was a doubt that I had, and then I almost let myself feed off of that doubt. And so as I'm asking you, are you like happy with you who you are? When we know who we are and we're comfortable with it, we care less about what others think of who we are. There was a time, um, even probably last year, where I would not be so forthright in my intro about being a Jesus lover or a follower of Christ. Why? Because I didn't want to offend anyone. But what I have learned for me that I think is a good truth for you is that when we lean in and we become who we were created to be, people's opinions of us matter less. I used to let people drive everything I did. Growing up, my brother didn't like my singing, so I wouldn't sing. Actually, that's not true. I would probably really annoy him and sing louder. But you get my concept. As an adult, there have been times when people said, oh, Janae, she just wants to be on television. She just wants to film herself all the time. Let me tell you, <laughs> I have no desire to film myself all the time. While I do love video production and I do love media television, I don't like things to be about me anymore. There was a time I did, but that's not who I am today. However. I know that there is maybe some help, some hope that I can offer someone through a little bit of my experience. I am not perfect, but I have found that when I allow myself to be vulnerable on podcast or video, it may seem like it's about me, but I am so clear in my calling and why that I know it is not about me. And that's why now I don't care what people think. I have a message to send and a mission that I am on. And ladies, I want to encourage you to get to that place. 
to where you are so clear in your passion and your purpose that you don't care what other people think. You are going to do what you are called to do, what you are destined to do. And I am so passionate about this because I know for my own life, I have shared this many times, but I used to be seemingly successful on the outside, drove the perfect cars, had the perfect clothes, lived in the right neighborhoods, had a great job working for one of the most sought after companies. And yet I was insecure. I was self-medicating, numbing. Why? Because I wasn't being who I was created to be. And I don't want you to be stuck in that hole. And so that is why I will be introducing some online courses soon to really help you dig in to finding your destiny, who you were created to be. So look for that coming soon. But I want you to think about, are you happy with who you are? I used to decorate my house, my house, for what everyone else would think. Ooh, when people come in, hmm, what are they going to think of my couch? Oh, when they sit here or I have women over, ooh, are they going to like my fireplace? Are they going to like my decor? People, it is my house. I don't care. The amount of time that you're in my house is nothing compared to the amount of hours that my family and I are in my house. So now I have a pink couch and I am okay with it, whether you like it or not, but I do think you'll love it. So are you happy with who you are? And the last question that I want to encourage us to ask ourselves on this six weeks of self, and it's related to what I was just talking about. But if you didn't worry about judgment, if you didn't stay stuck in your head overthinking things, who would you be? I have the privilege of ministering to a lot of women through mentorship and coaching. And I see all of these dynamic women. Yes, you too are one of those women. But I see so many women and the way they talk to themselves, the way they talk about themselves, they probably wouldn't say those things to their worst enemy. And that's because I think we are so worried about what other people think. We're so worried about judgment. We're so stuck in our head. So who would you be if you didn't have to worry about judgment? For me, I mentioned that last year was a really difficult year for me. And I won't go into all the reasons why. But if it could go wrong, it did last year. All at one time. And it was a very lonely year for me um, for a number of reasons. But through that entire process, I stood on God's word first and foremost. Um, I would literally pray scriptures out loud, post them on my bathroom mirror. And the second thing that I did is just journal, journal, journaled. I mean, pages and pages of notebook writings that were really focused on me. When I'm happy, when I'm sad, what makes me tick? If you see me grabbing something, it's because I was wanting to grab one of those notebooks and show it to you right now. Yeah. So, but it's white, so you can't really see it. 
Uh-oh. No, you can't see it. Though. I made a mistake. It's okay. But as I'm thinking about all of the notes that I wrote in that year, I didn't know what I wanted, but I quickly found what I didn't want. And so maybe that's a good place for you to start. At the end of our life, there's going to be a service for us. And I don't mean to be morbid, but um, it's going to happen to all of us unless Jesus comes back first. Um, But we're going to die. And at your funeral, at your memorial, what do you want people to say about you? And for me, I want people to say she loved hard. She loved people. Well, guess what? If they're going to say that, then chances are I loved hard and I got hurt along the way. But that's a risk I'm willing to take because I no longer walk in fear and judgment. Nope. I walk in strength and God confidence. I don't want to say self-confidence because for me, when I rely on myself, it gets me down the toilet. (laughs) And that's why... Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me is a great verse for me. But I just want to challenge us to take off the mask. If no one was looking, what would you do that's positive? Chances are there's a secret to who you were meant to be in there. If time and resources were not an obstacle, what would you do? I'm guessing there are some dreams that you put on the shelf. Get them back out. Are you happy, truly confident, and comfortable with who you are? If not, what are those doubts that you need to get out so they don't keep you stuck? And last, you didn't have to worry about judgment. If you didn't care what people thought, if you were easier on yourself, what could you accomplish? The legacy that we leave is the legacy we live. So what is one small step you can take today to be a better you? And please tune in next week as I've got the key ingredient behind Jesus um, to truly help you be your best version of yourself. So you're not going to want to miss it. Plus, big announcement. You're going to love it, or at least I hope you will. And there's opportunities for you to get involved. Um, So if you want to come alongside, you like a little bit of what we're doing here, please email me, info at sineehill.com. We are currently looking for a dynamic administrative assistant to help us with some of this media and some of the exciting projects that we're launching. So give us a shout. And most importantly, if this message has blessed you in one way, shape, or form, please share it with a friend because I know that you're not the only one going through stuff and you've probably got somebody in your God squad that needs to hear it because truly life is better together.